Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. From Decrypt.co, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Aaron. Today on the show, Bitcoin dances all over the place. I think it's having an identity crisis as the Bitcoin price fluctuates. Who the hell is Mr. F? And we talk Bitcoin price, Ethereum price, and F2.0 as it launches today with the director of Casper Labs, Mr. Scott Walker, coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. What's up, everybody? Welcome to December. It just snowed six inches over here in Cleveland, Ohio. It's miserable. I actually don't mind driving in the snow. I don't mind it that much. I just went out this morning, tried to make my way to the gym. It was a disaster. I was all over the road. I have a Subaru Forester, all-wheel drive, so you can see what it's like over here. Oh, by the way, it's Tuesday, December 1st, 2020. I'm born in this month. I'm going to turn 41 this month. Ouch. Whatever. Anyway, let's see what those crypto prices are looking like. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at... 2.45 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is sitting at $18,994.65, down 1.45% from yesterday. Now, caveat to that, I saw it at $19,500 this morning. I saw it at $18,600 today. I seen it over 19, below 18. It, it's all over the board. I have no clue what's going on with Bitcoin price today. Just keep refreshing your coin market cap or your coin gecko or your black folio, wherever you get your crypto prices, because this is just it's going to stress you out. Instead, maybe just don't refresh it. Keep your sanity. Ethereum is sitting at 595.94, down 1.1% from yesterday. Litecoin 88.44, up 3.5 from yesterday. Chainlink 1372, down 3%. And XRP 62.4 down 2.5%. Total market cap for all of cryptocurrency is $564.1 billion, with a BTC dominance of 62.4%. Ethereum 2.0, the much-anticipated upgrade to Ethereum network, has launched today. Phase 0, also known as the Beacon Chain, is the first stage of this launch. The Beacon Chain will introduce proof-of-stake to the Ethereum network. And to talk about Bitcoin price, Ethereum price, and Ethereum 2.0 launch today, here is co-founder and director of Casper Labs, Mr. Scott Walker. Scott Walker, how are you doing, man? Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Excellent, man. Look, when I saw the Bitcoin price yesterday hit its all-time high, I saw F price climb over $600. We have Ethereum 2.0 launched today. I thought, Scott Walker, who else to come on and talk about it? Man, Bitcoin price, tell me, what are you seeing today? Well, you know, a lot of people are saying all-time high, all-time high. There's a lot of different ways to measure the all-time high. I think a lot of us, uh, let, let's call it the old school guys, we believe that the all-time high needs to hit that $20,000 marker. Um, until then, it's kind of semantics. There's a thousand different exchanges. Every exchange has a different all-time high. Um, but, uh, you know, clearly you can also take it from, from full market cap. We're so far above the all-time high market cap from 2017. It's not even close. So, uh, so we're, we're really looking forward to when that magic number 20 comma oh 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 dot oh oh is is breached 
So, uh, so that, that looks like it's going to happen any day. Awesome. And so what do you think about it coming into 2021? Look, we have a still a full month left in 2020. What do you think, how we're going to round out the year and how do you think we're going to go into Q1? Well, you know, at the end of the day, I think what's driving, uh, you know, Bitcoin pricing obviously now is institutional buyers. Um, you know, you kind of look back in the old days and I'll, and I'll tell you one of my funniest stories. There's a famous, uh, there's a famous thing that happened when a, when a core dev named Mike Hearn rage quit. He basically said, oh, Bitcoin sucks, screw this. And, uh, and he quit and sold all his Bitcoin and announced it. And that literally tanked the price of Bitcoin. Today, ask yourself, do you believe that Paul Tudor Jones, Michael Saylor, uh, you know, micro strategies with billion dollar investments, give a damn if a guy like Mike Hearn or some other core dev were to quit the project? Mm. Absolutely not. So, you know, basically we've turned from a hobbyist network into the largest institutions in the world, starting to realize that Bitcoin is a thing. It's here to stay. And, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll kind of transition right into I've always believed, as I think a lot of us have, that the potential for Bitcoin is in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not higher. Um, and I think we're just seeing the, the, the beginning of a massive bull run that's going to happen over the next five to 10 years as the world is flooded with, uh, you know, with fiat and, uh, you know, and central bank expansion. I think more and more corporations, high net worth, you know, I mean, billionaire billionaires are going to start looking at Bitcoin and saying, I want some of this. That's pretty bullish. What are we thinking about ETH? Look, this time when Bitcoin was this high, ETH was also at like its all-time high. It was, you know, uh, $1,200 or $1,400. I can't remember exactly what the all-time high was, but ETH is sitting around comfortably at $600. It's working its way up as well as the other alts. What do you think that ETH is, ETH's price is going to do? I'm going to get into ETH 2.0 in just a second, but what do you think ETH's price is going to do rounding out the year into Q1 as well and in, onto the future? Well, let's put it this way. Long term, I'm a gigantic believer in Ethereum. I'm a gigantic believer in smart contract platforms. The reason, the reason that I believe that it's, it's going to be massive, and this has nothing to do with the 2017, it was just a 2017 pump. It was kind of one of those perfect storms where you had that ICO boom, and in order to launch an ICO, you had to buy F. So in right. essence... Every new ICO bought a thousand dollars or a million dollars or a hundred million dollars worth of F, which created that perfect storm and ran it way, way, way too fast up to 1400. You know, it went there too quickly. But looking at it like this, a smart contract platform like Ethereum with the ability to put all of decentralized finance and basically all of finance will eventually, I believe, be on some type of smart contract or another. The platform that is chosen as, let's call it, the winning smart contract platform will have a value in the trillions, if not the tens or hundreds of trillions of dollars in value will be on that platform. So, you know, where, where does ETH go? Uh, you know, assuming that ETH is going to be the winning platform, which it's almost assured, it's probably somewhere in the, you know, the $1,000 to $10,000 price range over the next, you know, two to five years. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm very bullish on Ethereum as a platform and, uh, and Bitcoin, of course. In order for Ethereum, I, I heard you say Ethereum, and I'm going to say Ethereum. We can talk about semantics in a little bit, but in order for Ethereum to, you know, achieve that 
goal of, of price that you just mentioned, uh, we're, it's going to have to go through a little bit of evolution. We see that the chain is, is bogged down. We see that it's, you know, a little bit, um, well, it's not, it's a lot of bit congested when people try to do things on the Ethereum platform. But we just had a F2.0 launch today to try to mitigate some of that. Can you tell us about F2.0? Can we also talk about F going into the future and handling the throughput that it needs for the valuation and the transactions and the smart contracts and the global finance that we're going to need to achieve the prices that you were talking about? Absolutely. Let me give you the non-technical version because I am a non-technical guy. I've just been around the space a long time. You're speaking my language. All right, good. (laughs) Good, good. And hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully most of our listeners are in the same uh, in the same boat. So, uh, you know, quite simply, when Vitalik envisioned Ethereum, I'm going to say it my way, ETH, um, <laughs> he, he actually realized as early as 2014 that this proof of work network, which does an incredible job of providing decentralization, but it does not do a great job of high speed transactions. He realized that there were limitations to how many, to how much throughput there would be. And so he brought Vitalik, I'm sorry, Vitalik brought Vlad in as a consultant to help uh, work on research. And you're talking Vlad Vlad Zamfir, right? Vlad Vlad Zamfir, yes. So Vitalik and Vlad proposed this idea of something called Casper many, many years ago. This was actually proposed as early as 2014. And Casper was basically a friendly solution to a to a computer science problem called ghost greediest heaviest observed subtree and it basically is it was kind of thought of as the nothing at stake problem and it created some slashing conditions and uh, and basically a friendly solution to secure a proof of stake network now when vlad first uh, first proposed the, uh, the white paper in 2017, Vitalik looked at it and said, I really like where this correct by construction or CBC Casper will go, but there's no way for Vitalik to shut down the existing network. So Vitalik came up with a solution. It, it's an interim solution now called F2 or ETH2. Um, and so the new chain, the beacon chain, is, uh, is its short term is Beth, B-E-T-H. And the beacon chain is simply a, is a proof of stake network that does not integrate with the current Ethereum network. This, this gets a little technical and a little over my head, but from a high level, the existing Ethereum network still exists today. It's a proof of work chain, which means there are miners mining. And that's how they validate transactions on the Ethereum network. There is also a proof of stake Ethereum chain called ETH2. And little by little over the next several years, no one has told us it's this many months and this many days. So it's just kind of like sometime in the next one to four years that will slowly be integrated so that all of the proof of work chain will slowly be integrated into the proof of stake chain. And then once that is complete, Ethereum 3.0 will be on the table. And Ethereum 3.0 is this 
CBC Casper originally proposed by Vlad. Um, and there's an interesting, again, uh, w- without getting into, you know, pitching and shilling, there's an interesting project out there called Casper Labs that has already kind of built this 3.0 version. And they're doing some really fun things that's, uh, that, that you'll see over the next several years with the Ethereum chain. Scott, it's always it's always a pleasure. I don't know if you remember, but me and you met at a Binance fundraising event back in New York in 2019. And it's very good to talk to you again and catch up. Scott Walker, co-founder and director of Casper Labs. Thank you for coming on to the Crypt Daily, sir. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Have a great one. Bitcoin theft will become more attractive as economies around the world continue to struggle next year, according to security company Kaspersky's 2020 Cybercrime Report published today. This will be because there will be more crime due to lack of opportunities caused by the coronavirus pandemic and because weak fiat currencies, more people will be holding Bitcoin, says the report. The report said, in quote, we should expect more fraud targeting mostly Bitcoin due to this cryptocurrency being the most popular one, end quote. Social security, everybody. Make sure you're protecting your crypto, protecting your OPSEC, protecting your keys, your private keys, your passcodes, or everything else that you secure your cryptocurrency with. Please take caution. The Libra Association, a member organization of Facebook Libra's initiative, announced that it will be changing its name to Diem and recruiting several world-class experts as it progresses toward regulatory approval for launch, according to a press release that was shared today with Decrypt. The name Diem, which means a new day for the project. The Diem Association will continue to pursue the mission of building a safe, secure, and compliant system that empowers people and businesses around the world. Libra, now Diem, remains focused on a stable coin project. Okay, so in summary, Libra is now Diem. Who the hell is this Mr. F and why are people tweeting Satoshi versus Mr. F? Anyway, here's Decrypt's news editor, Tim Copeland, to talk about it. Tim, how you doing? Welcome back to the show. Good, man. How you been? Very good. Very good. Strange message today written on Ethereum's 2.0's first block. Mr. F, what the hell is going on, my friend? Um, yes, I mean, with with uh, most blockchains, you can write small messages on them. And often when you have like the first block in a chain, people often you know see it as an iconic moment and then they write a special message. I mean, we all know what's written into the into Bitcoin's Genesis block. This is kind of the same, but the message is a little bit more peculiar. No, we don't. What is in the Bitcoin Genesis block? Uh, it says, Chancellor on Brink, a second bailout for banks. Headline from the Times newspaper. Gotcha. Gotcha. So uh, so this person, so you can write into the graffiti section of the blocks. This person wrote, Mr. F was here. Who is Mr. F? Um, so it appears that there's this guy called Mr. Fahrenheit. And he's he's kind of been in the Ethereum ecosystem for a while. He's a DAP developer. At one point, he ran a... Uh, a team that was building a DAP on Tron. And yeah, he just, he, he happened to be staking for Ethereum 2.0. He got allocated the first, first block and he, he knew about it ahead of time. And then he just decided what he wanted to write in it. Do you think that this Mr. F is malicious or has any kind of um, ill intent? Or do you think he's just a dude that works on Ethereum or DAPs or uh, it looks as though in this article as well, Tron, um, and he's just having fun? Uh, I think he's having fun. Like he's, um, I think he's a, relatively well-known member in the ethereum community and like before it happened you know he was just like what should i write in it he thought about doing a dig at bitcoin um but you know some people reply and saying hey let's not do that and he ended up just going for something pretty um bizarre pretty just random seemingly (laughs) 
I think that's a uh, that's a good word, my friend. And just really quick, because you know, uh, it's it's a little bit. Your day is ending. Uh, my day is just beginning. Uh, on December first, two point launched today. How is everything going in the news of the? Is two point running smoothly? Is everything going okay according to plan? Yeah, the launch went fine. All seemed to go pretty well. There's been quite a few like missed blocks where validators haven't um, successfully done their job. Uh, which means they like lose a little bit of money instead of gaining a little bit of money. But I think that's just to do with people getting used to the new system. And I think that'll probably ease up. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it went very smoothly. Tim, Tim Copeland, news editor for Decrypt. Thank you very much for coming on the show and talking about Mr. F. Thank you. And finally, in the no shit article for the day, Bitcoin lacks transparency and integrity, says Trump ex-advisor, former Goldman Sachs president and COO Gary Cohen said that Bitcoin's system has no owner or transparency, and that's a flaw. He says, in quote, Part of the integrity of a system is knowing who owns it, and knowing who has it, and knowing why it's being transferred. The Bitcoin system today has no transparency to it. So there is a lot of people with that question. Why would you need a system that does not have an audit trail? Do you ever have a conversation with somebody or a group of people, and you're talking about, let's just say, the weather for like five minutes? Oh, the weather's nice. Everything's nice. Oh, yeah, it's not going to rain for a couple of days. Maybe we should go for a walk. Maybe we should go for a hike and then totally switch the conversation only to have somebody come in and say, hey, isn't the weather nice today? Like they weren't even listening to the conversation. That's what I think this guy is like, this Trump advisor, this Gary Cohen. Like we know that it doesn't have an owner. That's the point. We know that it's pseudo anonymous. That's the point. Like what 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 are you talking about? And why are you bringing this up 13 years later? I mean, dude. If you're not going to pay attention to the 13-year ongoing conversation, why just jump in now? I think just like everybody else that's high profile, when Bitcoin price goes up, they want to talk about Bitcoin. Why? Because it gets them clicks, gets them attention, gets them likes, and gets them noticed. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty for attention. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. Remember, code Apple Podcasts. Leave us a comment, like, share, subscribe, five stars. It helps us stay visible. And tune in tomorrow. I have a contest for you. Do you want some Binance.us hoodies? Well, I got them for you. Listen tomorrow to figure out how to win those. I'll see you tomorrow. Happy hodling, everybody.